When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Mike. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind thesteelcurtain.com, and we're bringing it to you again, taking a look at the Pittsburgh Steelers matchup against the Green Bay Packers, and whether or not the Pittsburgh Steelers have a chance to uh, claim victory here on this coming Sunday. So first and foremost, uh, I guess we really have to ponder this question. Whether or not the Steelers can knock off a Green Bay Packers team that is starting to roll. It's a, it's a pretty big task for the Steelers, of course. So the, a game perhaps that they uh, will definitely not be favored in by any stretch of the imagination. A game I would probably hesitate to put any money down on the line because the Pittsburgh Steelers are struggling and the Green Bay Packers are really starting to uh, get things rolling again with Aaron Rodgers under center. The first kind of key thing I think we need to look at for this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers is what uh, these injured players are going to kind of look like and who will be in the lineup. Of course, the Steelers were without a number of guys on Sunday against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, and they lost a few more players in that game as well. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger still battling that pec injury, but I'd imagine he's, he'd be available to go. Chase Claypool... 
He was banged up a bit. Uh, never actually officially listed on the injury report post game by Mike Tomlin. But I guess as the week goes on, we'll see whether or not he, if he has any uh, status de- designated to him. Of course, the Steelers edge rushers Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt are kind of the, the big two to look out uh, for here. Of course, T.J. Watt, however, uh, it was kind of a 50-50 to play against the Bengals. It, it kind of sounds like the Steelers decided to rest him so he would be available to go down the stretch here and kind of save him for himself to a degree. Of course, the Steelers want him to play in his native Wisconsin, uh, going home to uh, Green Bay, uh, getting to play in front of those uh, friends and family. That's a hometown team where he grew up, so I kind of expect T.J. Watt to be available. Those uh, soft tissue injuries, though, are are, uh, kind of a nagging injury, so we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully there won't be any uh, setbacks for T.J. Watt and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another name I kind of expect to be back in the lineup is Deontay Johnson, who was catching some passes on Sunday before the game against the Cincinnati Bengals, which is a pretty good sign. Uh, Deontay, of course, kind of uh, banged up his knee on that last play of that Raiders game a week prior, but uh, all signs are kind of pointing towards him and kind of getting back in the lineup here this week. So those are kind of the big two to look out for. I kind of expect both Deontay and TJ Watt back in the lineup. And the next thing, and of course, the probably the really the biggest thing that we need to talk about is what in the world are the Pittsburgh Steelers to do with their offensive line? Now, it has been downright ugly, to say the least. Ben Roethlisberger's getting beat up. There's almost no rushing lanes for Najee Harris. I mean, when you watch other teams play football, especially uh, some watching the Green Bay Packers themselves uh, win on Sunday night against the San Francisco 49ers, you saw Aaron Jones running to daylight all all game long. You saw Aaron Rodgers standing in the pocket, picking apart uh, that 49ers defense, which is a very good defensive unit. And Aaron Rodgers didn't struggle at all. Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense seriously looked like the opposite of what we saw to the Green Bay Packers. It was almost a miracle the Steelers put seven points on the board, if we're being honest here. The Bengals, in a way, the only yards time the Steelers started picking up yards was when the Bengals decided to kind of sit back, not allow the big plays, and that would let the Steelers back in the game quickly, and just playing zone defense, letting them chew up some yardage, uh, kill time off the clock. That was the only time the Steelers were able to move the ball. So it's a little scary uh, going up against Zadarius and Preston Smith and Jari Alexander and some of these uh, good defenders for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, this is going to be a, a game to be maybe a little bit worried about uh, for old Ben Roethlisberger. He got beaten up by by a pretty good Bengals front, but this this uh, Green Bay Packers uh, front seven is a bit better. Uh, I'm kind of worried, to say the least, for Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers rushing attack, which has been abysmal to say the very least three weeks in the season. And right now, things are not shaping up for uh, a quick turnaround heading into week four. Uh, perhaps the Steelers could make a, a roster move because, heck, they have to be looking at their own team and realizing that uh, simply they haven't been good enough. And again, we need to bring up the fact that uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have structured their contracts in such a way that they were basically uh, gunning for a title this year. And right now, uh, they're certainly uh, far ways from that, sitting uh, alone in last place in the AFC North. Uh, of course, still just week three, but at the end of the day, they're the only uh, team with a losing record in the AFC North. Everyone else is 2-1, and one, and that the Cincinnati Bengals now have a game in hand. So the Steelers got to start figuring out things and start figuring them out fast. So moving forward here with this game and whether or not the Steelers have a chance, 
kind of gone over the offensive line to a bit. Perhaps Zach Banner could get back healthy in the lineup. This is one that kind of remains to be seen. Stefan, too, is a possibility as well. Uh, the Steelers are going to have to get them on the practice field first before uh, they are able to come off that injured reserve. So we'll have to wait and see with their statuses. Of course, uh, talking about Ben Roethlisberger himself, I guess it is pretty important to remember that Ben Roethlisberger is now about 213 yards away from passing Dan Marino on the all-time passing yards list and a single touchdown pass away from 400 on his career. Both pretty big milestones that I think any quarterback would want to hit, but considering how much Ben Roethlisberger struggled, and uh, he struggled mightily against those Cincinnati Bengals, who knows uh, how much uh, more leash he's going to have on this season. I I know uh, it's kind of a a combo factor between the O-line and Big Ben, but the Steelers have to start doing something different. And right now, uh, the the only real thing I can see, other than getting Zach Banner healthy, is perhaps a change of quarterback. I know a lot of people just flat out don't want to hear that, but at some point the Steelers got to do something different because this has been absolutely pathetic concerning the talent of the Steelers receivers, their stud running back, and heck, Pat Fryermuth, who seems to catch everything thrown his way. Yeah, all of a sudden, you start thinking to yourself, man, uh, the O-line and quarterback are really holding this team back a fair, substantial bit. Talking about uh, that running back too, Najee Harris, of course, setting the Steelers' rookie mark for receptions in a game. Yeah, that's right, the the running back hauling in 12 passes. The old record was nine set by Juju Smith-Schuster back in 2017. That's pretty wild, especially considering Najee Harris dropped another four passes. That would have uh, padded on to that record by a pretty wide margin. Seems like Najee Harris, considering the Steelers' inability to to run the ball, he'll probably do his most damage through the air, which uh, I don't think a lot of people kind of predicted, but all things considered, that's pretty much exactly the way it is going to play out. Now, Najee Harris, I've been saying this a lot on Twitter, uh, you can see his talent. Najee Harris is a stud. Uh, you can see it every time he touches the ball, he's wiggling, he's making guys miss, but the offensive line has been so bad that it doesn't matter if you make the first guy miss when three other guys are right there behind him tackling you for a loss anyway. Najee Harris has still managed to, to break a couple runs against the Bengals, and then at least at least three of them were called back on hold, holding penalties. Just absolutely sad stuff for Steelers running back that you can just absolutely see the talent level on him. But behind this offensive line, he is not going to reach his potential. And I, I just really hope people don't start pointing the finger at Najee Harris because he is the last person to be pointing the finger at in this situation. He is not the issue. It is, unfortunately, the guys around him that are the big issue here. So hopefully the Pittsburgh Steelers can uh, kind of figure that out. And uh, I guess I guess we will see how that goes moving forward. Four. Now, kind of uh, rounding things out with the rest of the offense here, uh, I, I guess the statuses of Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, not quite known yet. Of course, I will bring up again that Mike Tomlin didn't list Claypool on that post-game injury report. Of course, uh, Claypool did exit the games a couple times, uh, just slightly banged up. It might just be bumps and bruises associated with the game of football. But uh, no Claypool or Deontay would be very big for the Steelers, considering Ben Roethlisberger has been throwing a ton of checkdowns, a ton of screens to his receivers, and just hoping they make uh, they make guys miss. Uh, in Claypool's case, overpowering guys. In Deontay's case, uh, wiggling around him. Now, losing both those guys, I, I, I like James Washington, I like Juju, but they, are, they aren't they are really the guys that are uh, 
going to do too much of that crazy kind of uh, breaking tackles type stuff. Juju Smith-Schuster will power defenders forward for 3-4 yards, which he's kind of... uh, He's kind of developed that role of his game the last two seasons, but it really isn't going to work out in those kind of uh, screen-type plays. That's not really what he's built for. So hopefully the Steelers can have those wide receivers available to them. Uh, and, of course, Pat Fryermuth is, in a sense, is broken out, at least to me. Uh, there's two passes that went his way that weren't caught. Of course, uh, his first ever drop in the red zone. Um, really, it was kind of a, a tough catch to begin with, but... Fryermuth wasn't able to hang on to that one. Up until that point, though, Fryermuth, I believe, on nine targets had caught all nine passes. Really impressive, including his first career touchdown. Honestly, I feel like it could be the first of many. Fryermuth seems like he is going to be a guy for this team. Now the Steelers just need to get him involved in the offense more. Seemed like the only time that Ben Roethlisberger looked over the middle and was successful was when he targeted Pat Fryermuth. So hopefully the offense can incorporate this a little bit more. He is a weapon that needs to be involved. Honestly, if we watched Eric Ebron drop a pair of passes, both targets his way, hit him in the hands, then hit the ground. Uh, a couple. Both plays the Steelers desperately needed him to make. He didn't make them. I think that experiment has probably come to an end here. Get Pat Fryermuth on the field more. Make him the guy. He is your tight end now and moving forward. Just let him uh, be that dude. Now, we are going to flip over to a quick break and jump into the second half of the show, look at the defense, and uh, some of the things the Steelers are going to have to do to slow down Aaron Rodgers and company uh, to be successful against the Green Bay Packers. So just hang tight. We'll be back with more live mic action coming back up in just a moment. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for the second half of our show. Once again, my name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And we are looking at whether or not the Pittsburgh Steelers can be successful against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. You want to say yes. Obviously, each and every one of us wants to uh, just absolutely jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, yeah, the Steelers can win every single game. But the way this team has been trending, whoo, boy, does this not feel like a a good one to be on the Steelers bus. Hopefully they can start getting, getting some things turned around. And we know this team runs through its defense. So first and foremost, uh, getting some of these guys back and healthy will be huge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Without T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith on the field, the Steelers' sack streak has officially been broken. Uh, a sack in, what, every game going back for uh, five seasons now? The Steelers have been ridiculous when it came to uh, getting to the quarterback. Uh, all great things come to an end. I think the Steelers broke that record by something like 27 games, so 
might be a very long time, maybe even never, for another team to break a record like that. But I guess records are made to be broken, so who knows, maybe one day, just not anytime soon, uh, to say the least, when it comes to that Steelers sack uh, in a game record. But if the Steelers are able to have Watt and Highsmith on, on the field, uh, let Melvin Ingram kind of move back into that kind of reserve, kind of number three role, that kind of... Uh, guy that shifts around the, the field a little bit I think that would uh, do some major dividends for this team uh, Melvin Ingram, Ingram is great don't get me wrong by any stretch of the imagination but the Steelers need their other guys out there making plays and then hit them with that counter punch of Mel- Melvin Ingram to be the most successful and that's uh, really when they're the most dominant against the uh, Buffalo Bills in week one Moving inside, of course, the Steelers have kind of a struggled since the loss of Tyson Alu and still not having Stefan Toot in the lineup. Uh, a number of times, the Bengals just uh, looked for Isaiah Bugs and just ran right at him. Uh, they knew he was the weak spot. Didn't let Cam Hayward kind of be the, the beast that we know uh, old record Cam can be. Uh, so that was uh, that was a no- noticeable thing. Hopefully, Stefan Toot can start uh, getting back in this lineup. The Steelers desperately miss him. Having uh, those kind of two big heads there in, in the middle of the field. Uh, would definitely slow down teams to say the very least. So getting Stefan Tuitt healthy on the field will be massive for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, just having the rest of their D-line would be healthy in general. Uh, Carlos Davis has continued to miss action uh, with his injury. And then uh, Henry Mondo, of course, is uh, finally kind of getting some action himself uh, with Isaiah Loudermilk. And not, not playing too much, but still you noticed him on the field a time or two when uh, he was available for the Steelers. Uh, moving back to that second secondary type level, I think Joe Schubert has uh, put put together a couple good games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, considering he missed a couple weeks of training camp, of course, being a Jacksonville Jaguar before he uh, landed in Pittsburgh midway through the preseason during a game. Uh, I guess we can uh, all kind of reminisce on that. He's looked pretty good in my opinion. Devin Bush has been okay. He hasn't been noticeable. I know he's more of that coverage type linebacker, but. For the amount the Pittsburgh Steelers paid for him a couple years ago, I, I know this is starting to pop up more and more. You'd like to see more out of Devin Bush. He is supposed to be one of uh, your kind of uh, big three on defense with Watt and Minka. Devin Bush, uh, he was trending in that direction before he tore his ACL uh, in his sophomore season. So hopefully he can start to trying to get a little bit more comfortable with that knee, revert to what he was before, and, and play better football because the Steelers need Devin Bush to be a guy. I uh, really uh, something we haven't seen him uh, do since uh, since a couple years ago, or I guess a year ago now, uh, before tearing his ACL. Uh, Robert Spillane, but Buddy Johnson, really haven't seen too much of them uh, since Devin Bush uh, uh, got back onto the field from his groin injury. So maybe we see more of an impact from them on specials. Maybe we see them rotate in more just to get uh, some more fresh bodies on the field every now and then. But uh, the, the big two of the inside linebackers of Bush and Schobert, uh, although I ha- did say I like what Schobert's doing, I kind of want to see a little bit more from the inside backers. Moving out to the corners now. Honestly, to me, Joe Hayden has been by far the Steelers' best corner this year, three games in, and it was definitely noticeable when it, when he wasn't available against the Vegas Raiders. The uh, Derek Carr was able to kind of carve up the Steelers' DBs. This week, Joe Hayden played pretty well against Cincinnati, and they're going to need him to play good again against the, the Green Bay Packers. 
The other corners have been targeted fairly often now, and uh, the, a couple long touchdowns over James Pierre and Akilah Witherspoon. Uh, Cam Sutton had, had a really good uh, first game, of course, against the Buffalo Bills, but it's kind of disappeared since then. There, there's definitely something going on with the Steelers' corners because it's all not very good. Uh, Trey Norwood, he, he made some plays again from the slot, then uh, they went back to Arthur Mollette. It's it just kind of been a coin toss whether who's going to be uh, the guy in the field in given any single drive. So, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of been one of those kind of big question marks uh, with this team is what what are they doing at the other corner spots not named Joe Hayden? And really, that might be one of the reasons why you want to bring Joe Hayden back. Uh, the one consistent force, uh, if the Steelers don't have him next year, all of a sudden now all the corner spots are question marks, and, jeez, uh, that just gets sloppy. Uh, and something I don't really want to think about right now, that's, that's a question for a couple months from now. Uh... Moving back to the safeties now, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick's played pretty well. You uh, still would like to see some more turnovers uh, kind of forced by Minka. Of course, he did kind of pop that ball up in the air for Terrell Edmonds' interception against Cincinnati. But uh, for someone who's probably going to become the highest-paid safety in football, you, you want to see a little bit more out of him. You want to see him... Uh, pick some passes off. You want to see him force some fumbles. Uh, his biggest impact, of course, was year one with the Steelers. He was still a beast last year, but the Steelers just need a little bit more out of Minka Fitzpatrick. I know teams are searching out, searching for him on the field and saying, okay, let's not throw it wherever that guy is. But uh, still, when you're that good, you need to be able to make plays for your team. So hopefully Minka can get going a little bit more. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, honestly to me, has been a, a very surprising good story for the Steelers. He's made tackles. He's been good in coverage. He gets rewarded with that interception. I have no problem with what Terrell Edmonds has been doing uh, and really continuing to do as the season goes on. Uh, He might be a guy that earns a contract after not getting his fifth-year option. He's he's played pretty well for himself, and I think Terrell Edmonds has a future in this game. Whether or not that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, will remain to be seen, and uh, another one of those uh, 2022 offseason type uh, topics. Uh, Getting to the game at hand, though, against the Green Bay Packers, I think the Steelers' defense, of course, is going to have to stand up. After watching the Packers play a couple times already this year. I can firmly say the two guys you have to stop, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Of course, he, Aaron Rodgers is a guy you got to stop, but those are the two guys he targets over and over and over again. Th- those are the, if if you can stop Devontae Adams and uh, uh, and Aaron Aaron Jones. Yeah, okay, now you have a shot to win this game. That is easier said than done, though. Uh, I think Devontae Parker, I know the Packers love moving him around that uh, defensive or that offensive formation. So he's going to get a ton of uh, different uh, matchups against the Steelers' DBs. Uh, when he's against the uh, rookies in the slot, that might be a little concerning. Let's just hope uh, no linebacker lines up on Devontae Adams. And if you see that, just anticipate a pretty big game going to happen. Happen on the next play because uh, that's just a, a matchup. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be licking his chops over. So the Steelers got to slow slow him down. They also got to be able to uh, not let Aaron Jones gash him on the ground. So hopefully they'll be able to do that as well. Uh, kind of those those other names to look out for. Marquez Valdez Scantling has been a, has been a guy for them. Robert Tunyon he he he's a, he's a tough yardage tight end. Uh, he could also be a dude uh, if Randall Cobb is healthy. That's of course uh, another one of Aaron Rodgers' best friends and someone he tries to get the ball to a lot as well. Uh, two things to watch out for for Aaron Rodgers when you're watching this game as well. He is kind of the master of uh, of 
getting the free play, drawing guys offside, and throwing bombs downfield. Uh, as good as Ben Roethlisberger has been over the years, but Aaron Rodgers has been even better than that. So that's something we absolutely need to look out for. Aaron Rodgers is also kind of the master of that two-minute drill. Uh, we saw it against the 49ers. If uh, Green Bay is in desperate need of some points at the end of either half, yeah, you better not leave more than 30 seconds on the clock. Even that might be too much time to to give Aaron Rodgers because he is able to strike the ball down the field quickly. Uh, that playbook that the Packers have gets people open deep over the middle of the field, which is a Steelers fan and as someone who's uh, watched this game and been a part of this game for a long time, it's it's a little kind of a... Uh, Let's just say it, uh, it touches a nerve as a Steelers fan watching other teams be successful at something uh, the Steelers just simply refuse to do. So maybe we'll, we'll put that one on the shelf. I think that's probably a topic that uh, will be brought up throughout the rest of this season until the Steelers get that turned around. So that is another one to watch out for. Then, of course, offensively, can the Steelers muster anything along the offensive line? Can Ben Roethlisberger throw the ball down the field and not just check downs to Najee, not just receiver screens, not just short passes, not just crossing routes? Ben Roethlisberger needs to throw the ball more than five yards down the field. He needs to throw the ball more than just between the hashes and the numbers. He needs to throw between the numbers and the sideline. He needs to throw between the hashes. Uh, this is just, so, for whatever reason, Ben Roethlisberger isn't doing it this year, whether or not he's scared, whether or not he's just not able to do it. Uh, regardless, he needs to do it. Uh, the, the, this is something, as an NFL offense, you, you can't just rely on two routes. That's not good enough. So the Steelers are going to need Ben Roethlisberger to, to do more, to throw more routes, and really they need to let their guys just run more routes as it is too. Um, one of the things that's uh, is starting to touch a nerve for me is when you, the Steelers go empty and uh, their, their two outside receivers just turn around on the line of scrimmage to face the quarterback and then end up just being the dump off and hoping they pick up 10 yards. That is that is starting to wear pretty thin. That is not a route that I want to see run uh, more than once a game, honestly, at this point. It just uh, it just feels like the Steelers are surrender- surrendering on offense. Oh, we have the ball. Let's just quickly get it back to our defense, and hopefully they can uh, make a pick six happen or uh, bring a fumble to the end zone because we don't want to do it. That's honestly how it feels like. And the Steelers are, have only been able to move the ball seemingly when teams are just uh, starting to sit back and not letting the Steelers beat them over the top. That seems to be the only time they're, they're chunking away yards. Without those kind of uh, garbage-type yards, oh man, Ben Roethlisberger and company probably don't have a whole lot in terms of, of yardage throughout this uh, early point of the season. So as for this game itself, as we sit here right now, if both teams are healthy, uh, the only way you could see the, the Steelers winning this one, in my opinion, is if uh, T.J. Watt and company make Aaron Rodgers' life a living nightmare. And honestly, that's probably how the Steelers are going to have to win basically all their games throughout the rest of the season until the offensive line and quarterback can get it figured out. And until then, there could be a lot of losing, a lot more than I anticipated. And uh, honestly, one that uh, kind of uh, makes my stomach a little queasy about uh, thinking this stretch of games. Boy, oh boy, the Steelers need to figure it out on offense, and uh, the defense needs to start forcing more and more turnovers, uh, doing above and beyond the call of duty, uh, as one may say, for this offensive unit, so or this defensive unit, rather. So hopefully they're able to do that. 
with all that said, I want to thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Live Mike Podcast. And I also want to remind you to click over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you'll get everything from game grades to breaking news to uh, injury reports, statuses, all that stuff that we know you love uh, Steelers content-wise. It's available on the website. And, of course, this podcast platform that uh, you're listening to uh, currently. There is 25 uh, original titles from Behind the Steel Curtain, and you're able to listen to all of them uh, wherever you're listening to the live mic currently. So make sure uh, you check them all out. There is a t- entire library of, uh, of of people that are contributing to this platform and uh, titles that are coming out each and every day for you. Uh, so make sure you're, uh, you're consuming as much of that content as possible. We love making it for you. And uh, with, without you, there is no us. So thank you for everything uh, you guys do to support the website. And uh, I guess with all that said, uh, thank you once again for listening to the live mic. My name is Michael Beck. If you want to continue this conversation, you can find me on Twitter at MichaelBeck56. Uh, love to chat with you there. So uh, we will talk to you guys soon. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in to this edition of the live mic. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.